0: Well, 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 welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? Oh, yeah, you betcha. All the special, all the episode. All the time. It's the galactic legends of sports ball. Indeed. (laughs) May the 4th be with you. Today is Thursday, May 4th, 2023. Hell yeah. So, um... know watch your favorite Star Wars movies TV shows whatever you know rip on Kathleen Kennedy if you're a bro if you're an annoying dude bro whatever do whatever neckbeard things you need to do yeah whatever gets you off stand up for the the last Jedi if you feel like you need to yeah you know
1: defend (laughs) the prequels
0: (laughs) (laughs) whatever it takes so we have many specially themed um, uh, subject matter and sections today yeah Um, We have our Jedi mind trick Then we'll get into our Viceroy of the week We've got five scruffy nerf herders We'll get into our Hall of Fame inductee The Spaceman, Bill Lee We'll get our Jedi mind trick answer We'll go to the Sith Temple Uh, We'll do shampoos May the Force be with you And we'll send you on your merry little way So without further ado Hit me with that Jedi mind trick, Scotty
1: Alright, I wanted to know You know, Stanley Cup playoffs When it goes into overtime, it's sudden death What is the shortest Sudden death playoff In Stanley Cup finals history Not finals, playoff history Oh, okay Is it 9 seconds, 7 seconds
0: Or 11 seconds I'm gonna say 7 Alright, I'm gonna go Most extreme It's been working out for me so far Fastest thing on ice All right, uh, we'll get that Jedi mind trick answer after our Hall of Fame inductee. Moving on to Viceroy of the Week. We should not have made this bargain. Each week we recognize an intergalactic transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Viceroy of the Week is Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love. Uh, he was due to make just over $2 million this year if the Packers were to pick up his fifth-year rookie option. They opted to extend his contract, give him a two-year deal worth over $20 million. Yeah,
1: it'll pay him into 2024. Um, remember Jordan Love? He was drafted a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. He was a
0: flex the <laughs> many years ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: <laughs> drafted forever ago, just like Aaron Rodgers Aaron was. They
0: traded up to get him.
1: Yeah, right. So, I mean... We don't even know what they have. They don't even know what they have. Packers are in rebuild mode, so you got you gotta love to see it.
0: Yeah, they're already doubling down. It's very interesting. We should not have made this bargain. All right, uh, let's move on to Scruffy Nerve Herder.
1: Scruffy looking nerve
0: herder. Our first Scruffy Nerve Herder is Antonio Brown. Welcome back. He uh made a big announcement that he was signing with the Baltimore Ravens. He did. He himself did. He did. And um, the Ravens have not made any such announcement that he is signing with their team. <laughs> Bold move on yeah. his part. Another Photoshop job, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves Photoshop
1: these days. I mean, I guess if you're good at something, keep doing that. So just keep doing Photoshop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Antonio Brown, we do not grant you the rank of master. Moving on to our next scruffy nerf herder.
1: Scruffy looking Nerf
0: herder! Cam Robinson. Cam is back again, too. Yeah, he was a nominee for Jabroni of the Year last year. Flexio of the Year as well. That's right. He um he is the player that they keep franchise tagging, the Jax- Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Despite his horrible PFF scores. Um, He is suspended for PED use.
1: Yeah, it's, it, I mean, they're still waiting on the second test to see like what all he tested for. Um, so <laughs> currently for every single game he's suspended, this is a funny number. He loses 888,888 dollars. Eight 888. eight
0: eight 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 eight. <laughs> Make a wish. Make a wish. <laughs> uh, Cam Robinson. We do not grant you the rank of master. Uh, moving on to our next scruffy nerf herder.
1: Scruffy looking nerf herder.
0: Lewis Robert white Sox. um he did not hustle out a ground ball and now they are benching him oh yeah
1: well they did bench him in the middle of the game uh he came out later and said that it was like about like his legs were tired from the day before or something like that and did say he did a lot of hustling the day before he's
0: tired
1: yeah well they do a lot of hustling because you do a lot of losing legs. in chicago um i saw the play um he easily could have made it to first and he didn't even he i mean i know you're not supposed to like watch the ball but you're supposed to have some awareness and he just didn't and he just without even looking up to see where the throw was he just like slowed down it's like come on man it's like i know you're playing the rays and you have barely any chance to win this game but at least show some yeah (laughs) make some kind of effort there yeah
0: damn all right, Lose Robert, we do not grant you the rank of master. Moving on to our fourth scruffy nerf herder. Mm-hmm.
1: Scruffy looking nerf herder.
0: Marley Rivera, uh, MLB reporter, was just fired for calling another reporter a fucking cunt. Yep. And not just any reporter, right, Scotty? Nope, not just
1: any reporter. Um, the reporter was Yvonne Gady. And you know who Yvonne Gady is married to? John Blundell who serves as the Major League Baseball's Vice President of Communications.
0: She fucked around and found out.
1: Yeah, she called her a fucking cunt on video. And the whole thing was about how she, um, Marley Rivera did not want to share time for an Aaron Judge interview.
0: Yeah, she thought she was getting an exclusive interview. And so, you know, she got real gatekeepy. Against gatey. Is now in search of a new job. Yep. Marley Rivera, we do not grant you the rank of master. Update your resume. Uh, moving on to our fifth and certainly not least, scruffy nerf herder.
1: Scruffy looking nerf herder.
0: Outer, outer rim. <laughs> outer rim style. Dylan Brooks <laughs> of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, he played pretty well in that first game against the Lakers mm-hmm. and ran his mouth extensively to the tune of now being out of the playoffs and potentially looking for a new team to play for. It. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, the Grizzlies said that they don't look on re-signing him. Uh, you gotta, you gotta back it up. Um, <laughs> I know. The, come on, it's the Lakers. I remember reading
0: this article. It was like, or no, 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 it was on like ESPN or something, and they were like suggesting that Dylan Brooks is the next Lance Stevenson. <laughs> and I'm like, and. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> he
1: wishes. Wow. Damn, being Lance Stevenson is an honor.
0: And that's why you don't run your mouth either. You don't run your mouth the LeBron James. He's gonna he's gonna shut you up. He's gonna chaperone your ass. Yeah, I mean give give him the fuel, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um he's got the mitochondria. I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> All right, moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee. Bill Lee.
1: William Francis Lee III was born December 28, 1946, in Burbank, California, to William Lee Jr. and Paula Hunt Lee. Bill grew up surrounded in a life of baseball and softball. His father played sandlot ball and fast-pitch softball. His grandfather was a highly-touted phenom during the 1900s in L.A., But his aunt, Annabelle Lee, was the star. She was one of, if not the top, pitcher in the Women's Semi-Pro Hardball League in Chicago. Not softball, hardball. (laughs) She was the best athlete in our family. She taught me how to pitch, according to Bill. Aunt Annabelle and Bill were both lefties, and with her help, Bill was a standout pitcher at Tara Linda
0: High School. After he graduated in 1964... Bill attended the University of Southern California, playing for the Trojans baseball team under future Hall of Fame manager, Rod Dedeaux. Lee and the Trojans won the 1968 College World Series, defeating the University of Southern Illinois, Salukis. Bill graduated in 68 and was drafted by the Boston Red Sox in the summer free agent draft. He was immediately assigned to Waterloo, posting a one-on-one record with a 1.33 earned run average. And then to Winston-Salem, where he was three and three with a 1.72 ERA. Bill began 1969 at Triple A Pittsfield, racking up a six and two record as a starter, before being called up for a doubleheader at Fenway Park. Upon being given an introductory tour of the stadium, Lee stared at the 37 foot high Green Monster and asked, "Do they leave it there during the games?" <laughs> oh man, he's the best.
1: Lee gave Boston Riders daily zingers and provided the Red Sox clubhouse the color it much needed. Lacking a great fastball, Bill worked multiple off-speed pitches into his bag of tricks, including an e pitch that Bill called a space ball. The pitch is a high-arching and very slow curveball, and it often froze hitters dead. Well, if you timed it, you could blast it. Bill started 1970 with the big league club, making five starts and a handful of relief appearances before having to switch uniforms and perform his duties as an active member of the Army Reserves. Lee served for a total of six years, but as he described the nature of his work, the job was to get donuts and free seats for the officers. And in another description, he had to call families of soldiers who died in Vietnam and say, quote, you can come get what's left of your son. Ouch. With his duty completed... Bill had his first full season in 1971, with all but three of his 47 appearances coming in relief. He posted a stellar 2.74 ERA and a 9-2
0: record. Nice. That's a reliever. In May of 1973, Bill was given the role of starter. He was granted the rank of starter. Yeah. (laughs) And he never left the rotation, making 33 starts with 17 wins, 11 losses, and a solid 2.75 ERA. Lee and catcher Carlton Fisk became team leaders at an early age, but was willing to speak out for themselves and their teammates. But maybe most importantly, Lee could rely on Fisk to come to the mound and get in his face to tether him back to earth. (laughs) Bill again won 17 games in the 74 season, fitting in nicely behind Boston's ace, Louis Tihon, who won 22, but the Red Sox finished seven games behind the Baltimore Orioles. 1975 marked Lee's third consecutive 17 win season and the Red Sox won the AL pennant. Bill didn't appear until game two of the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds, holding the big red machine to just two runs on five hits over eight-plus innings. Damn. But the Sox could not hold the lead. Again, Lee pitched a gem in game seven until he gave up a massive two-run home run to Tony Perez on the space ball. Lee forever claimed that Perez's home run is still rising. (laughs) (laughs) Bill left both World Series starts with his team in the lead, but both times, the bullpen failed to hold, and the Reds won the series in seven. That hurts. Eight plus against the Red Machine, and you had the lead. team sport.
1: I know. Damn. Damn. The following season was off to a rough start for Lee and the Red Sox and became a disaster on May 20th. Trailing one to nothing to the Yankees in the sixth inning, Yankees outfielder Lou Piniella was called out in a collision with Carlton Fisk at home plate. A melee ensued, and in the frenzy, Yankees third baseman Greg Nettles blindsided the spaceman, and Lee fell awkwardly on his shoulder, leaving the game crippled. The Red Sox won the game, but at a great cost to their playoff hopes, as many players were injured. Quote, We won the battle, but lost the war of 1976. <laughs> Said, said Lee. Bill never lost his bitterness towards Nettles. Recently, when he met the former Yankee at a baseball function, he said of Nettles, quote, he hasn't aged well at all. He looks like a duvet cover. <laughs> <laughs> Lee was used sparingly in the 1977 season, only making 16 starts but finishing with a 9-5 and record, but there was tension in the clubhouse. Red Sox manager Don Zimmer, whom Lee nicknamed the gerbil, refused to start Lee, even in a playoff hunt. When Zimmer traded friend and teammate Bernie Carbo in June of 78, Lee stomped out of the clubhouse shouting, today just cost us the pennant. Lee came back the next day wearing a t-shirt that read friendship first, competition second. The Red Sox lost the pennant in a one game playoff with the Yankees. In, in December, Bill was traded to the Montreal Expos.
0: And sent him to Canada. How right he was. Lee returned to form in 1979 for the Expos, winning 16 games and being named Sporting News National League Left-Hander of the Year. His production fell off over the following years, but Bill was ultimately released by the Expos after staging a one-game walkout in response to <laughs> management training Rodney Scott. <laughs> In his 13-year career, Bill amassed 119 wins, 90 losses, 713 strikeouts, and a career ERA of 3.62. But that is just his major league career. Bill began a nomadic career of celebrity pitching and playing wherever he deemed fit. Venezuela, Ottawa, New Brunswick, and even in the senior professional baseball league. Since 1999, Bill has been an ambassador for Major League Baseball to Cuba and helping bringing Cuban-born players to the U.S., in 2008, Bill pitched a game for the Alaska Gold Panners during the annual Midnight Sun baseball game played at midnight during the summer solstice. <laughs> in September of 2010, Lee pitched five and a third innings for the Broxton Rocks and picked up the win at age 63, making him the oldest pitcher to appear in or win a professional game. <laughs> Bill has attempted a political career, but has found more success in baseball, and has recently been affiliated with the Savannah Bananas as a relief pitcher. (laughs) Spaceman has given us four books, an incredible Major League career, and an endless supply of stories and quotes. And for that, Bill Lee, you are a legend.
1: Oh my gosh, just so full of quotes.
0: Truly a galactic
1: legend. Like, yeah, galactically a legend, like forever a star of stars, like, um... He said he was making fun of the, the, the angels back in the day of how bad they were at hitting the ball. He said that the angels could have batting practice in the lobby of the fanciest hotel in town and never chip a chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he used to s- sprinkle weed on his pancakes and it would make him impervious to bus, bus fumes while he was running around the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> He's and he, here's my favorite one. So, of course, he took like you know a lot of appreciation in watching the Red Sox come back and beat the Yankees in the 0-4 series. You know, when they came all the way back to storm. So Is that the Johnny Damon, team? The, yeah, the, yeah, four days in October, he said, he said that the Yankees fans shriveled up, which with each successive New York loss, quote like testicles in a cold no, nova kosha spring <laughs> jesus and he said that he said that, that George Steinbrenner should move the team to the Philippines and call themselves the Manila folders
0: oh <laughs> man Ah. Uh, burn. yeah burn yeah burn all right Bill Lee, the Spaceman, truly a galactic legend. All right. um, Without further ado, hit me baby, one more time with that Jedi mind trick, Scotty. Jedi
1: mind trick. All right. What is the shortest overtime in Stanley Cup playoff history? Is it nine seconds, seven seconds, or 11 seconds? Seven. It's nine.
0: Nine seconds. That's so fast still.
1: I know. It's still so fast. And the funny thing is it did happen in the Stanley Cup finals game. It wasn't just a play I, I looked up playoffs. It's in all the playoffs, but it happened in the it finals. It happened to the flames uh 1986. <laughs>
0: so, awful, man. Awful. All right. Well, that's I'm like five and two now. Still still, uh, still, mean, still still hanging strong. Still killing it. All right. Moving on to the Sith Temple. All right, Dank Farrick to Tampa Bay linebacker Shaq Barrett. Um just the most tragic news. Uh, his two-year-old daughter drowned in a pool the other day. Um, just fucking awful. Just absolutely terrible. It's like every parent's nightmare. Um, so, dank, ferrick to you, Shaq Barrett. We are we are sending you our thoughts and prayers, sir. Across the galaxy. Yeah, across the galaxy. Sending you all the vibes. Uh, so may the force be with you. Um to John Mechie the Texans wide receiver, uh missed his entire rookie season battling leukemia. Yeah, he is back and ready to go. Hell yeah. Um, Texans had a pretty amazing draft too. I, I mean, I look forward to CJ Stroud, look forward to some of the things that they're doing. Football is better when the Texans are, have a better
1: record than the Cowboys. Oh, 100%. It's it's just we can laugh, we can laugh even
0: harder. Yeah, indisputably. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And also, may the force be with you to Snoop Dogg. He is part of the team bidding to become owners of the Ottawa Senators.
1: Yeah, it's two Ottawa drops on this show. Yeah. <laughs> We're big on Ottawa today. Snoop, Snoop Dogg. It's, it's more, more NHL, too. Snoop Dogg with an NHL team would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would make the consideration to go to a game.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a deal. That'll be part of the <laughs> sports ball tour we've been talking about. Yeah. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more.
1: Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. And also find us on the lowly Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. And no blue check mark. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trevbook, to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, May
0: 23rd, as we induct Jim Abbott. Mm -hmm. Very excited about that. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you.
1: Always.